Happy Friday, guys. Welcome into the latest session of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. You follow Betting Pros on Twitter at Betting Pros NFL. We are here on YouTube for video, wherever you get your audio podcasts. And we're always being brought to you by BetMGM, the offer $10 to win $150 on any, any event, college basketball, college football, whatever you want to get into. Promo code Juice150 with BetMGM, BetMGM.com. New users, $10 to win $150 if you use the promo code Juice. 150 upon signing up. Okay. Boy, last night was a roller coaster. How about Pitt? <laughs> everything had to go right for us to cover the six and a half point number. And I mean, everything. They coughed up a big lead. They were able to hold North Carolina to a field goal to go to overtime, not a touchdown, which was debatable as they almost scored by the one yard line. And then we had to get the, have Pitt win the coin toss, and they did, and take the ball first, which they did, and then go score a touchdown, which they did. And then kick the extra point and make the extra point, which they did. And then we had to get a stop. And then the heavens opened up and the rain, our gods of gambling, had minus six and a half. (laughs) Because it was perfect for that rain to come pouring down like that. And we get the one unit win. Pitt wins by seven in overtime. Boy, one unit cash. Bang. Now, on the other side, this is where... You get lucky on one side and unlucky on another. I told you last night that I wanted to play. I wanted to take the seven and a half points with Miami. And I was waiting to find out about Tua. And then they don't. And then Miami and Brian Flores decides not to play Tua. And we have to go back to last year and the bungling, the ridiculousness that Brian Flores had last year trying to deal with Ryan Fitzpatrick or Tua and who should play. When everybody knew Fitzpatrick should have played the entire season in Miami's a playoff team with Fitzpatrick as the quarterback, Miami's in the playoffs. But because they thought they had to develop a franchise quarterback, Flores just choked in, you know, here in Vegas, he puts Tua in, takes Tua out, puts Fitzpatrick in. They go and win a crazy game with that whole, like, you know, face mask getting yanked throw thing. Brian Flores is a very good defensive coach. He is a very indecisive head coach when it comes to his quarterbacks, because why the hell, excuse my language, wasn't Tua starting that game? Tua should have started. I mean, Brissett got hurt. If if Jacoby Brissett doesn't get hurt, do we see Tua? I don't know. I, I, I don't know if we see Tua, to be quite honest. So, man, Miami wins the game outright. The under does not come in. So that one unit does not come in. Neither prop bet hit. So we go down a full uh, unit and a half in that game. We came back with a one unit cash on the uh, Pittsburgh game. And we got the under in the Pittsburgh game right as well. So it's a uh, it's a two and two day for us. And it's basically a flat day. Down the juice. So it's a losing day. Officially, it's a losing day on the pod. It's a losing day for me personally as well. I got the Vegas Golden Knights goal in the first 10 minutes right. That game is still going on right now. I have the over five and a half in that game. I don't think I'm getting that. Creighton basketball minus 11 in the first half. What the hell was that? They, they, They lost in the first half to Kenneshaw. And I'm forgetting who they played in the first game, which was so pathetically bad. I mean, really bad. Both first halves, the Creighton Blue Jays have been losing to buy opponents. They've come back and won the game in the second half, but neither time covering both games go under. Might be a really rough year in Omaha this year for the Creighton Blue Jays. They do not look good. So we got that wrong. Um, What else did we get right? I'm forgetting what else we wound up 
right and wrong, but it's a losing day for me personally. So it's a flat day on the juice, losing day for me personally. It's the last two days. It's been a winning day for me personally in a losing day in the podcast. Today, it's uh, down the juice, so technically a losing day, but not much. And then it's a losing day for me personally. So I've got four plays to give you guys, right? Uh, yeah, four plays to give you guys here, two in college basketball and one in college or in two in college football that I want to give you guys. Not doing the parlay again today. We'll probably pick that back up next week. Maybe after Thanksgiving. Maybe we'll do after Thanksgiving. But uh, just so you guys know, I am going back to Boston for Thanksgiving. And it's going to be kind of interesting as to how I get this done and, you know, where I'm taping. You're not going to see the, the betting pros background. I'm going to be in Boston, you know, in a in a hotel. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. We'll find out where I'm going to be doing the Daily Juice podcast from uh, coming up for Thanksgiving, where we have got big NFL slates and big games to bet on. So we'll do that. Let's start with college football and let's start with Cincinnati taking on South Florida. South Florida is not a bad, is a bad football team, OK, but they're five and four against the spread. Not a, not a good team, but they're five and four against spread. They have the same record against the number as Cincinnati and UCF at home is four and one against the number four and one against the number Cincinnati on the road laying 23 points. All of a sudden, all the pressure is starting to, to mount on Cincinnati where even though the committee is sort of playing a game with where they're putting Cincinnati, because we're going to see the cannibalization of teams in front of them when it comes to who gets into the playoffs. If Cincy just keeps on winning, they'll be undefeated and they'll get in, but they got to keep on winning. (laughs) That's one of the things they got to keep on winning in the last couple of weeks. It looks like they're a team that's starting to bog down. They're a team that's starting to struggle. Now, look, they could easily line up and annihilate South Florida tonight. Absolutely. But <laughs> against Navy, they were laying 28 and a half and they won by seven. Against Tulane, they were laying 27 and a half and they won by 19. Against Tulsa, they were laying 22 and a half and they won by eight. They haven't covered since the middle of October. The, the books are inflating their lines and on the road, Cincinnati is just two and two against the spread, and they've missed their last two games. 0 oh and two in their last two against the spread. While South Florida, they just lost by 12 to Houston at home. They covered thir- plus 13 and a half. They did not cover on the road at East Carolina. They were catching nine and a half. They lost by 15. Temple, they were laying one and a half, and they won by 20. Against Tulsa, they were catching seven and a half. They won, but they lost by one. Against SMU, they were catching 21 and a half on the road, and they lost by 24. Against BYU on the road, catching 23 points, and they lost by eight. They're catching 23 points here coming up tonight. Central Florida's offense is not good. All right. It's not good. They're going to have a really hard time scoring. However, could Central Florida's defense keep this game within three touchdowns? I think they can. I really do. All we're going to need out of South Florida, I think, is 14 points. We get 14 points. I think it's going to be like a 30 to 14 final, and we're good. All right? I don't like what I'm seeing out of Cincinnati. I don't like what I'm seeing out of their offense, and they're getting everyone's best shot. I mean, literally everyone. This is their Super Bowl. I mean, it's in Tampa. It's on the road. It's a Friday night. It's a funky night. I mean, weird things happen on Friday night. 
I'm taking the 23 points here. Give me South Florida plus 23 at home against Cincinnati for a half a unit, right? Not going crazy, half a unit. However, the other half a unit is also going to be in this game. Let's talk about the total. The total is 58, okay? Total is 58, Cincinnati and South Florida. Cincinnati is four and five to the over this season. South Florida, five and four to the over. At home, they're four and one to the over. On the road, though, Cincinnati, one and three. The thing about this number being 58 is essentially we're saying that Cincinnati is going to score the bulk of the points. I have not seen a team total yet for South Florida, but my guess is it's going to be somewhere around like 13, 14 points, maybe 12 points for South Florida. We're expecting Cincinnati to score all the points up against South Florida. All we need is for them to either take their foot off the gas or to get up and just run the clock out. Against Houston, the number was 53. The final score was 54-42, okay? (laughs) Over by 43 points. But in the two previous games for South Florida, on the road at East Carolina and home against Temple, 55 and a half, game went under by 12 and a half points. They only scored 14 points. Against Temple at home, 34-14, 54 and a half went under by six and a half points. Again, only scoring 14 points. They're not scoring very much. Okay. So even if we're wrong about this and since he comes out and dominates and they score 35 points on their own, it's like 35, nothing. The under comes in. So this is more of a fade on South Florida's offense. And the only way they cover that number at plus 23 they got to keep Cincinnati somewhere in the you know, upper 20s, lower 30s. If they get out to a really big, fast start, we're in trouble. But the last three games for Cincinnati have all gone under. 56 points against Tulsa as a number went under by eight. 61 and a half against Tulane went under by 18 and a half. And 49 and a half against Navy went under by two and a half. I mean, it's just it's starting to trend in the wrong direction for Cincinnati. And sometimes... You just need like, you know, the committee always says like sometimes it just worked itself out. And if South Florida could beat Cincinnati tonight, I'm not saying it's going to happen. But if they beat Cincinnati tonight, <laughs> all their worries and troubles are done. Right. Friday night on the road. Funky stuff happens. I'm taking plus 23 under 58 each for a half a unit here for us on a Friday night. That's our lone college football bet here tonight on a Friday night. Let's go to college football. By the way, my personal plays will be on the NBA games, will be on NHL games. We'll have props and other stuff that I'll give you guys if I have time. I've got a crazy day. I don't know if I'm going to be able to give you everything like I've done the last three days, giving you my full cards. I'll try to do that. Uh, but I got a very busy day, day, day today, so I'm running around like crazy. And I, I may or may not be able to give you guys before like, like a full card. I may have to check in and give you like a little piecemeal. Like, okay, I bet that. Okay, I bet this. I bet that. I know a bunch of you guys have enjoyed seeing my entire card as to what I'm playing. I'm going to try to continue doing that as much as possible so you guys can see it. But NHL and NBA betting will come to later today in the Discord channel, bettingpros.com slash chat or underneath me for the, li- the link on YouTube. All right, two teams I have been waiting to bet on and we get to bet on them tonight. Let's start with the marquee game of the entire night. Villanova at UCLA. If you're going bar hopping, you're going out, this game is bang, bang, bang up your alley, okay? You're going to come home after going out to the best college game of the day, Nova at UCLA. For some reason, and I don't really get why, but I'm going to take it, UCLA is getting a ton of public love, 
And this number has been driven up to four and a half. It was three. Now it's four and a half. UCLA at home. Game one for UCLA. They beat up on Cal State Bakersfield. 23-point line. They won by 37. For Nova playing Mount St. Mary's. I was on that personally, laying 26 points. 26 and a half. They won by 40, easily covering that number. Both teams won to know. I love Villanova. This is a team I'm going to ride early. I'm going to ride them late. I like Villanova a lot. I love their leadership. I love their experience. And I'm just not buying UCLA. I'm sorry. I'm just not buying UCLA. They were so lucky last year. And this is the time. Okay. They got a game under their belt, but I'm not buying them as one of the elite, elite teams in college basketball yet. I like McCronin. Okay. But this is a team that was in the play-in game for a reason. They got very hot. They've done a great job in recruiting. I understand they've got experience, but you know who has insane experience in big-time basketball games? Villanova. And this is a nationally televised game. This is in Los Angeles. This is a huge opportunity for Nova to push its brand to the West Coast. Big game for Jay Wright to pounce here. I will have a personal play on the money line, okay? But the official play... I am taking the four and a half points. Give me Kevin Gillespie. Give me Villanova. Give me Jay Wright. Plus four and a half. Nova on the road at UCLA. I cannot wait to watch this darn game. It's going to be awesome. 8.30 Pacific time tip. 11.30 on the East Coast for the best game of the college basketball day. Nova at UCLA. And then my second play. So Nova plus four and a half. Half a unit. Other half a unit. Where are we going? I've been waiting to bet Purdue. And I've been waiting for a game where we can jump on this. And, well, I'm going to go back to my Missouri Valley Conference days. You guys know this. I I tend to look at Valley games a lot and eyeball different Valley plays. And Purdue has, I don't know what you would call that. And calling an NBA team probably isn't nice. They've got, like, giants. Like, legitimate human beings who who are really giants. And... Indiana State has like no size whatsoever. They're in such trouble on the glass tonight. Like if they get an offensive rebound tonight, I'll be stunned. <laughs> like Indiana State, they've got a real big problem on their hands coming here against Purdue. Now, Purdue in their first game against Bellamine, a Bellamine 24-point line, they win by 29. In the first game for Indiana State, they were two and a half point favorites against Wisconsin Green Bay. They won by four. This number is 23 points. Opened up at 24. It's come down a little bit. I got it at 23. Purdue is going to annihilate Indiana State. And I love when we have an opportunity to take on these games early because I think when it when you have Matt Painter up against a in-state school. There is a little bit of this like big brother, little brother thing going on. Like, okay, Indiana State, like you've had some fun. You're known for Larry Bird, but we're Purdue. We're expected to be a top 10 team and we've got gargantuan guys up and down our roster. We're just going to throttle you. I think this is a monster mismatch. This is the first time we get to watch Purdue play. They're on the Big Ten Network. And I think Indiana State's in a world of trouble. I think Purdue wins the game by 40. I I just think they absolutely kill Indiana State coming up here tonight on a Friday night. Get their fans all rocking and happy and excited and pumped up. Uh, Beat up on the little brother and embarrass the little brother because I just it's not just like Purdue's a jump shooting team. 
Like Indiana State just doesn't have the horses to keep up here when you've got a seven four center and a six foot ten, you know, <laughs> starting power forward. Uh, you know, Williams is just going to be awesome this year. He's going to be so much fun to watch, and him coming back, Travion Williams coming back for a senior season. Purdue returns all five starters, ninety percent. Uh, sorry, ninety four point six percent of their scoring and eighty eight point two percent of their rebounding all come back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Mad Painter's team is loaded and they will unload tonight at home taking on Indiana State. I'm going to lay the 22, 20, sorry, 23 points here. Purdue minus 23 at home against Indiana State. All right. So two plays in college basketball. We're taking Villanova plus four and a half, taking Purdue minus 23. I will have other things going on. We'll talk about it in the Discord channel, NBA plays, props, maybe hockey player two to get into here on a Friday night. But two plays or four plays rather on three games. We're going under 58 Cincinnati on the road at South Florida. I'm taking the 23 points. South Florida plus 23. We're laying the 23 points with Purdue at home against Indiana State. And we're catching, we're taking the plus four and a half for Villanova taking on UCLA. My name is Matt Peralt. Every morning, it's the Daily Juice podcast. We're counting down to our 500th episode of the Daily Juice podcast. I will talk to you every morning, including tomorrow morning for the Daily Juice here on bettingpros.com. 